So starting Daf Hay, we're actually about uh, eight lines down, ten lines down. We just finished the story. We're up to um, Rabbi Yechanan. Call it ten lines down. Um, so we're, we're in the middle here of, because we started yesterday, we were discussing the Pasuk that talked about the Isser to be lawless, to, to regal, to be seen in the Azara with shoes, right? We said to be, we, we excluded Amy Fanki. We brought in the Pasuk of Kisavo, Liraiz Panami Ramos right? That the Navi was saying, on behalf of Kodesh Baruch who is this that's trampling? Meaning, I don't want you here. And... Because of that, we Rav Huna, when he got to that pasuk, he was crying. He, he, he got to the pasuk of Yire Yera Eh, and he con- contrasted that there was a time where Kadosh Baruch Hu made it a chiyav that you have to show up, and look how much that we lost. He was lamenting, he was crying over the fact that we went from Hakadosh Baruch Hu requiring us to be in the Azara to Kadosh Baruch Hu through the Navi telling us, "Why are you here? I don't want you here." Um, so we went through all the uh, different. We had a bunch of different Amarim that went through to quote different psukim. So now we're going to pick up with that. Here, Rabbi Yechanan, Kimati Lahai Kram. As we mentioned yesterday, that that um, I heard brought down that the reason why there's so many different Amaram, so many different Sukkim, it shows that each person gets its gets his his um, he gets his inspiration. Very good from different Sukkim or here, right? He's able to be Nisayir. He's able to be Nisayir. All these things will be to Nisayir. A person is able to be Nisayir from many different places. And that's the uniqueness here of why we follow the same Lashna Bechi, but yet there's, each one's bringing their own unique Pasuk. What touched them? When he got to the following Pasuk, Bechi, he would cry. So this is that Eiv, um, the Satan basically challenged, Eiv basically was a whipping boy. That Akadosh Baruch Hu um, uh, put Eiv to the test many times. And the Satan had put up Akadosh Baruch Hu Kaviyachal, however we understand that, to go ahead and to challenge Eiv. That you want to say that Eiv, that Eiv couldn't waver, wouldn't, wouldn't waver from his um, commitment to Akadosh Baruch Hu. And Akadosh Baruch Hu basically said to the Satan, Atisiseni Bai, you incited me, Levaloi Chinam, to destroy him or to rise up against Eiv for nothing. There was no purpose. Anyways, he's going to withstand the test. So, but what did, what did Rechanan draw from this? Evet, Shirabe Mesitan Loi Vinicis, that an Evet, a servant, that his master is Mesitan Loi, that he challenges in Vinicis and he withstands a test, him Takana Yeshloi, meaning that nobody can withstand, nobody could really withstand the Akadosh Baruch Hu trying to test them. That's not. Uh, a person couldn't withstand that test. Rabbi Yechanan came out to the high crime and he got to the next pasuk, following pasuk, Bechi would cry, Hey, Bikdoshav Lo Yamin, that in his Kedoshav, in, in the ones, his holy ones, he doesn't, he doesn't trust, he doesn't believe. He Kedoshav Lo Yamin, so HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't have any faith in his, in the Kedoshim, so Beman Yamin, then who will he have faith in? Yoy Mechad, Urcha, one time Rabbi Yechanan was going on the way, Chazya Lo Hugavri saw a certain, certain man to have a Menachet Te'ini, that he was uh, picking figs, shavik hanach dematu. He was leaving the ripe ones, v'shakol hanach deloy matu. He was picking the ones that were not ripe. So Amar Lei, Rabbi Yechonin said, I don't understand. Lav hani ma'alan tvei. If you're going to pick fruits to eat, pick the ones that are ripe. Eat the ripe ones. Amar Lei, hani lo'orcha be'ina. No, I need, this is my doggy bag. I need this to go on the way. Hani, hani lo'orcha be'ina lu, hani notrun, v'hani lo'y notrun. So the unripe ones will last longer. They'll last me for my journey. Amar, Hainu Dichsivi, that, and Rabbi Yechanan, again, drew inspiration from this Pasuk, that is the Pasuk, that, that, that is why the Pasuk says, Hain B'Kadosh of Loyamin. Ah, that, this explains why B'Kadosh of Loyamin, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Kaviyachol, does not allow, when it means, Loyamin means that he doesn't leave them 
kaviyachol to ripen. Zuck Rashi, hatoivos, yare penyar kivu. Just like this person didn't want the ripe fruits because he was afraid that along the way the fruits would rot, so too, so too, um, the, the Kedosh of loy hemen, meaning a Kaddish Baruch Hu doesn't leave them. He doesn't trust that they're not going to slip up. Af ha-bechurim ha-tzadikim, the young tzadikim ne'echazen l'misa penyachtiyu. That to avoid chatoim, okay, it's very difficult to understand exactly, and really all this stuff on this entire daf. Always a guy to tell us exactly what it means. But that for, that we're saying that there is a concept of Kaddish Baruch Hu taking somebody early while they're still Kedoshim um, so that they don't Kaviyach will spoil like these, like these ripened fruit. Any Frech Gemara, really, is that true? That a Kaddish Baruch Hu will, will kill, essentially kill a, a young tzaddik so that he doesn't uh, go off? There was a certain Talmud, young, young Talmud Chacham that was in the neighborhood of Rebbe Alexandri, Veshachiv, and he died when he was young, Va'amar, and it was said, Okay, meaning if he would have gone, if he would have gone on the right way, then he would have lived. Now, so how, but, and that's what they said about him. Ah, you know why? Because he wasn't a good kid. We thought he was a young Talmud we thought he was good, but he wasn't good. So, Frechtigamara, we just finished saying that sometimes a Kaddish Prophet could take somebody when they're young, even though they are good, to avoid them becoming bad. So, why were we going to go ahead and say about this person that he died young, that he must have been a bad, he must have been a bad kid? So, the Gemara says, No, this guy was already showing signs. He was already rebelling against his rabbi, he was already rebelling against his teachers, so we knew that he wasn't such a good kid, and that's why he wasn't Bikdashav and taken early because of that. Rav Yechanan, next Pasuk of inspiration, ki mati lahai krabechi, or lamenting. He reached the following Pasuk, he cried, vikeirafti aleichem lamishpat. I will come close to you, says HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I will come close to, to Kal Yisrael, lamishpat, to judge. Vahayisi, and I will be aid mimaher, a, a, a fast, right, a quick aid, witness. Okay, so meaning, I'll move quickly. I'm going to judge you and I'm going to move quickly. For those who practice uh, witchcraft and those who are adulterers, and those who swear falsely, those who withhold the schar. So now a couple of things we're going to learn out of here. Number one, right? So a master, meaning a Kaddish Baruch Hu, this is not a good thing. A Kaddish Baruch Hu, he was crying. He's like, well, a Kaddish Baruch Hu is going to come. Come, come close to us to judge us and judge us quickly. Oh boy, we're in trouble. Evid Sharabai Makarva Ladoina that he that that a master that the master and Evid whose master brings him close to judge him and he's very quick to pass the judgment to say witness on him. Takana Yeshloi, oh boy, he's got no shot. Okay, Amar of Yechanam and Zakai. Now we're just going to darshan on this Pasuk. Another thing, so number one Rav Yechanan first was Bechi on the Pasuk. Ryechanam ben Zakai was Darshan on this Pasuk. Some take out Ben Zachai and say it was, it was, it was further of Rav Yechanan. Um, there's a, a gear so like that. But anyways, Akapana Margamar says Rav Yechanan Ben Zachai, Oy lanu shashakal aleinu akasav kalas kachamures. That basically, Kaddish Baruch said, I'm going to come and judge you and I'm going to be a, a fast aid in my hair. Right? A fast, I'm going to uh, pass judgment or witness, pass witness fast, quickly on you. Okay? It's going to be very quick, the judgment that I'm going to give. And what does he do? The Kaddish Baruch basically bunches together people who practice witchcraft, witchcraft, nah, from adulterers, people that swear falsely, and those that withhold payments. 
So Kaddish Baruch was saying, oh boy, we got, we got problems. That Amr Yechim, I'm sorry, Yechim Ben says, what we consider Kaviyachal Kalais, Rashi says, would be the Oishke Sachar Sachar. A guy who withholds wages. Okay, it's in Avera, but it's not, not on the same level as adultery. Oishke Sachar Sachar, Kunafim Machashim. Right? And it was like when Kaddish Baruch was coming and he's judging and he's putting all these people in the same category, he's going to judge everybody like the most Hummer one. So basically, we're saying there's a jump, jump uh, that, that we're kind of joining everybody together for this uh, quick judgment that a Baruch was coming close to judge us. And again, it's not, not a good thing. I'm going to Somebody who twists, who perverts the, the din, the judgment of a ger. That Baruch Hu takes up his cause. So it's like you are mate, like you twist the judgment of a Kaddish Baruch Shenamar, as the Pasuk says, umati ger, he leans, right? Twist, leans the ger, umati ksiv. That means it's a kaviyachal, as if a Kaddish Baruch Hu, it's, it's, it's written, even though we say umati ger, the twists or the leanings of, of, of his judgment, but we're talking about umati, that a Kaddish Baruch Hu makes it personal, like me, umati ger, that it's like you're, um, you're twisting my judgment. Somebody who does something, an Avera, and he has he immediately gets forgiven. As the Pasuk says, right, that the person, what's the, what's the downside? What's the real Pesha of the Avera? That is, that you're not fearing a Kaddish Baruch Hu. But, if a person would immediately fear a Kaddish Baruch Hu and recognize what we did was wrong, we'd be Michael, Hayiruni Michael Amiyad. Then we would be Michael immediately. Rabbi Yechanan Kimati Lakra, when he got to the following Pasuk, Bethi would cry. Kies that a Kaddish Baruch Hu brings as Komase, that all, all the actions of a person are brought to judgment for everything. Meaning even something little tiny. Okay? And, and Rashi says, Ba'af. Those who have even forgotten, right? even Shkagos, that Kaddish Baruch Hu treats our Shkagos like Zudonis. Okay, now we have to understand what this means. How could it be that Kaddish Baruch Hu treats our Shkagos like Zudonis? He can't do that. We know that Kaddish Baruch Hu punishes me, the Kenegan Mida. So what we're saying here is that even though the, that and, and it's Dafka saying that Shkagos Kizinus, that, that they're going to have to be judged and you're going to have to be dealt with. Not that a Kaddish Baruch Hu is going to downgrade, so to speak, upgrade, depending on how you look for it, downgrade your Shkagos into Zdainus, but rather that a Kaddish Baruch Hu is going to be considered each one. Just like it's incumbent, and the Muslim Swarm say, just like a Kaddish Baruch Hu has to give schar for on every Maisa cut, on every little mitzvah, so too, even on the Shkagos, a Kaddish Baruch Hu is, you're going to be punished for them too. I don't think that if you do have areas, okay, so those were Shkagos, like those will be ignored. No, they're not going to be ignored. That Zdainus Kishkagos, that they're also going to be judged on. Takana Yishloi, right, meaning that we're in trouble. Maya kol Nelam. Now the Pasuk said, al Mishbat al kol Nelam. What does that mean? For every Every, every little infraction, even the akonelam, even the minor forgotten infractions. Amarav, what is akonelam? That it's not just what we do to Akadosh Baruch Hu, but rather it's bein adam lechavera. Amarav, zehal hayrik kinam b'tnei chavera v'nimos. A person who kills a lice in front of his friend and he gets disgusted, meaning you could have dealt, yes, you had to pick the lice off of your body, off of your clothes, but you could have chucked it away. You don't have to squash it in front of your friend's face. It's disgusting. V'shmol amar, similarly, zehal hayrik b'tnei chavera v'nimos. Somebody who spits in front of, right, haksalugi, he spits in front of his friend, and, oh, it's disgusting. He could have just put it into his clothing or whatever. We saw a similar lashon when we talked about davening. Same idea. We talked about during davening that a person, if he if he spits during davening, it's it's a terrible thing. And we said, well, what, what, we might ask her, well, what was the guy supposed to do? And Rashi explained right that he, that he he should have put it into his clothing or something, just not to spit it out. That's the disgusting part. My imra. 
Okay, so the pasuk says, "Im tov, im ra." Right, so we're basically equating tov and ra that you're going to be judged on tov and ra. And basically, the gemara is trying to imply the mashma afal tov mishpat. Rashi says, right? We're saying that a person is going to be judged im tov im ra. Well, why would you be judged on the good? We're talking about negative judgment here. So Right again, you did a good action, but you didn't do it in the right way. You're going to be judged on that too, right? A person that gives money to an ani publicly. Riviana saw somebody who was giving he was giving the money to Zaki, he was doing a mitzvah, but he did it before Hesya. He made a big show out of it. You're better, better off by not giving it to him. Now you embarrassed him by giving it to him with such a public display. Shila Amri, that you want to know this refers to that a person is going to be judged for the toiv too. Somebody gives money to a woman privately, right? He's yes, he's okay to He's giving her money, but he's doing it in a way where it makes people think that maybe there's a reason why he's giving her money, okay? And you're uh, you're causing people to be chayshid her that uh, she isn't of. Good character. That's somebody who sends his sends his wife um, meat that's not properly trabered or deveined, right? Or take or the chalev is removed, right? So all these things are there's iser in this meat, and he sends it about right? It's late, it's getting quick, and he sends her stuff. She's not going to have time to properly do it. She won't know. She'll be bahal, okay? And you're basically again, you're do right? You're, you're you're preparing for Shabbos. You're sending her the meat. Okay, but you're doing it in a way that's not proper. So that's what we're talking about. Called Dover Toy. Frek the Gemara, really? Is this a problem? Rava Meshagar. Rava used to send his wife. He used to send home meat that was not properly prepared and all ready to go. So the Gemara says, no problem. Look who his wife was. Shani Basra of Chista. Rava was married to Basra of Chista. Yeah, she was a bucky. Don't worry. She knew what she had to take care of. Okay, we're not going to create problems here. Yechanan Kimati Lahai Kron. Yechanan got to the following Pasuk. Bechi would cry. Vehaya. Kisim says a Pasuk in. Okay, that we say Vahaya is a Musar. Vahaya Kisinsena Oisoi Rois Rabois Vitsarois. That the Pasuk is basically being made that what's going to come to Kal Yisrael, it's going to find. What's going to Vahaya will be Kisinsena Oisoi when it finds a person Rois Rabois Vitsarois. So you're going to have Rois Rabois, a lot of bad things and Sarois. Evich Rabbi Mamsile Rois Vitsarois. So if a Kaddish Brochus is already being made that he's going to have Rois and Sarois, oh, this guy's got, this guy's, this guy's got no shot. Right, ever Rabbi Mamsili prepares for him rose with Saras Okay, does he, does he have any hope, really? Right, and that's why he was crying. Now, my rose with Saras. So, what is this rose with Saras that are sent? I'm a Rav That bad things that that are in conflict. What does this mean? Like someone getting stung by a bee and a scorpion. Now, as Rashi explains, that that there are certain things. Okay, so the way to heal a scorpion bite is by using, by applying hot on it. And for a bee bite, it would be cold. Okay, or for a bee sting, it would be cold. Now, however, the problem here is, so you got two, let's say someone got um, stung, I guess in the same place, both by a scorpion and by a bee. So the problem is not just, to, you'd say put hot and cold. The problem is that the hot, while it's good for the scorpion bite, is bad for the bee sting and vice versa. Okay, so that's, this is an example of somebody who has rois, rabois, vitzarois, that these are rois, and asas terosuzuz. That's if a person gives tzedakah, but when does he do it? Only bishas teichkai. When, when it's already too late. Meaning like this, that giving money preventive to an ani, 
money to, preventively before he gets to become a nani is much more helpful, right? Think about it this way. Once the guy has no money left and he has no food left, so you're going to give him whatever money he buys, whatever, whatever, money, whatever he's going to buy with that money, is he's going to go to the most expensive store and buy it, right? Like, uh, you know, there are some people who will go shopping for food in a convenience store, okay? Well, when they get their paycheck, they go shopping for food in a convenience store, right? The smart shoppers want the people who have money so they go shopping when they find the deals, right? That's when they spend the money. But the problem is an ani, and Mistama an ani would be in a bad economy when the prices are going to be high. So if he's already reached the point of anias, give him the money before, right? Before he becomes an ani, so he could spend it wisely. That a zuz to somebody who's medium poor, I mean, there's a technical translation, but as far as we're concerned, it means somebody who's like medium poor, leshchicha. That people don't give money to people who are like on the way down, but they're not totally poor. Right? That, the, you know, the, the, but somebody who's very poor, okay, that's shchiach to give him the money. So again, but that's a problem because he can't, he can't purchase efficiency. Efficiently. Now, the Pasuk continues, right? We said, The Pasuk continues, That HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, My anger, and I will abandon him. That's what the Pasuk says. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to turn his face away. So we see that one of the character traits of being a Jew is that you have to be behester upon him. Meaning, if, if everything is too smooth in your life, if everything is too perfect, then you're a guy. If it's, it has to be some sort of trouble. That's, that's the badge of being a yid. If you start to right? So, somebody who's not in then, okay, meaning, means that you become food for others. I meaning the Goyim rob you, Rashi says. So again, if, you're not, if, if your life is too simple, it's too easy, if, you're not, if the Goyim aren't taking money from you, then you're not a proper Jew, okay? So the Rabbanan said to the Rabbah, you don't have Esther upon him, nobody takes your money, and you got plenty. Life's good for you. I don't understand. You're Rabbah, right? So, so Amr Lu, Rabbi said to him, hey, you don't know what goes on behind the scenes. You know how much I pay in taxes? You know how much I'm paying? You know, they, they, they find me all day long. Okay, that's the king. That the Rabbanan, they, they look badly at Rabbi. They said his life is too good. They looted, they took all his money. Amru, right, because the Rabbanan went ahead and gave him like a, an evil eye. When, when the Chachamim put their eyes on somebody for like a bad thing, one of these two things are going to occur, and Rava Taka Aini happened. Okay. Now the Pasuk again continues. Just even though I hid my face, that there's a certain Hester upon him, still, I am still, I am still present. I am still here. Okay, you can still daven for her. Rav Yosef says that, the Machlegi is whether these two members are arguing. That he still protects us, or is there another shot here? Ravesis is Don't worry, he's still protecting us. Now we have a story over here 
Rishua ben Chananya, we many um, have a koi be kesar. Rishua ben Chananya went to the be kesar. Achvi leahu apikursa. Rishua ben Chananya, in many places, he was the um, the defender against the apikursa. Find many instances throughout Shas of this. So he was in the be kesar. He's in the Caesar's palace. Achvi leahu apikursa. So there's certain apikuris. He motioned to him. He basically was uh, was. Um, was starting up with Rabbi Yeshua ben Hananya, and he motioned as follows, that he's saying, essentially motioning that, that, that B'nai Yisrael are a nation who Hashem was the Hadrinu Mare Ape, that Hashem turned his face away from them. So he's like, uh, you know, the, the guy mined to him, like, don't care about you. And then he, he said, no, don't worry, he still protects us, he still covers us. That's what he, that's what Yeshua ben Hananya motioned back. I'm going to case of Yeshua. Hey, what's going on over here? So you saw them, these, these two people trading signals across the room. So the Caesar said, what's going on? My achvilach. So what did he motion to you? Okay, so he said, yeah, that he was basically starting up with me. Rabbi Yeshua told the, the, the Caesar, he was starting up with me saying that Kaddish uh, Baruch doesn't pay attention to us. Okay, so I'm really humina. So Caesar said, "Okay." So apparently, it was okay to motion. Meaning, when in the king's court, you wouldn't want to talk; that would be inappropriate. So you would motion, but you can only motion if you have to have efficient communication. You have to get a point across. But if you were just motioning and you didn't understand what you were actually saying, then it looks like you're making fun of him, right, or something like that. So I'm really humina. So now the the Caesar, you know where this is going. The Caesar says to the men, "My achvas leg." What did you motion to him? He said, "Ama dadrinu mare apemine." Right? I motioned to him that the, these guys are no good. Even their god has turned away from them. My achvilach. And what did he motion? What did Yeshua motion back to you? So he said, "Leyadana." I don't know. This is Amru Gavra de Leyada. My machvule b'machog yichi kami malka. Okay, signaling in front of your king, like we said, is disrespectful. So if you if you're calling for signals and you don't, you're not proficient in understanding it. Then, right, then you're not on the level to be able to do this. Then it's an embarrassment to the king. And guess what they did to him? What do you think they did? They took him out and they killed him. Who is essentially the defender of Kai. So we're coming off of the fact that we said, don't worry, there's always a defender of Kai. So it would sell, the Kaddish Prophet still protects us. So that's what Rabbi Yeshua was motioning. Don't worry, he's still protecting us, right? Now Rabbi Yeshua was the essential, Rabbi Yeshua was the protector. Who's going to protect us now? From these Apikursans, people who start up with us. Amr Lahem, so he said to them, Don't worry, right? As he was passing away, he said, Don't worry. Amr Lahem of the eight semibanim, Nischarachachmaschem. Okay, that he darshed in the Pasuk that when, when the eights is lost from the banim, then Nischarachachmaschem. Then their, 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 their chachma becomes saruach, becomes, right? becomes uh, impaired. Meaning what? That once we no longer have the ability to defend ourselves from it, is still protecting us. And therefore, if we lost our protector, then it must be that they, the people who are tormenting us and bothering us, they are going to lose their ability to torment us in this regard. Okay, because the Kaddish Baruch Hu will always make sure that there's protection for us. The Iba Yisemor, we can learn from another Pasuk, as the Pasuk says, Right, now this was uh, Esav and after Esav and Yaakov met, right, so they met uh, uh, when Yaakov was coming back, and um, at the end over there, well, they exchanged, he gave him the gifts, he gave Esav the gifts, and he said, so he said, let's travel together. Nisav and Elecha ve'elcha l'negdecha. Okay, l'negdecha means I'm a counterbalance. That's like really when you darshan it. 
opposite you, meaning I'll balance you out. And it was almost like a challenge. Like, you're not going to beat me, I'm not going to beat you, but we'll always maintain this equilibrium. So, so to HaKadosh Baruch Hu will maintain the equilibrium in the world to make sure that we're protected. That if there are people who are tormented or tormenting us, that he, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is protecting us, he makes sure that that equilibrium is maintained. Rabbi Elah, have a solid Rabbi Elah was going up the stairs. The Rabbi Elah, he heard a young child that was reading the following ruach. The one who creates mountains and, and, and created wind. He would tell a person what his idol chatter is. Right? His, 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 his schmoozing. Okay, meaning that we had no hope. Okay, this wasn't a cry, but he heard. You know, it's the same idea here that, that, that if HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to hold us accountable, not just for the things we say that we mean, right? But really the things, the idol chatter, the things we say glibly, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to hold us. Oh boy, that's a, that's a problem. Okay, and Rashi says we're specifically talking about, um, yeah, we'll say the idol chatter, fine. Yeah, my masichai, so what is this sichai? I'm a rabbi, filu sichai yiseira shebein ishla ishla. What does the sichai refer to? Even sichai yiseira, that's between a man and a wife, meaning that the, uh, Rashi says, divrei schaik shalafnei tashmish. Okay, that the, to, get, to get the woman in the mood, that there's different divrei schaik, that, you know, that he'll, he'll go ahead and, even that, a person can be held accountable. Uh, 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 is going to be held accountable for. When he dies, again, he's going to be held accountable. Any is that true? Rav Kahana have a gun. Have a gun. famous story that we had in Brachas. Repeated it well. Repeated again here. Rav Kahana was under the bed of Rav Vishama. Right when when Rav was with his wife, he was hanging out under the bed. Right Vishami Desach. And he saw that Rav was acting light uh, with a certain lightheadedness. Right? And he was mishamish with his wife, but he, he had a certain lightheaded about her. So Amar of Kahana said, Domi Pumi de Rav, the mouth of Rav, to me appears, like somebody who never tasted. Right? It sounds like it's his first time. Like, what are you doing? You're acting lightheaded here? So Amar Le Kahana. So Rav says, right? He, so he pipes up from under the bed, and Rav says, Kahana, is that you? Talmud, you're under the bed over there? Right? He says, get out of here. It's not proper for you to be here. Okay? So, again, we see that Rob did it, and there's no way Rob would have done something that you're going to be held accountable for. So how would we say that you're going to, a person's going to be held accountable for this idle chatter, okay, that a person has with his wife uh, uh, before Tashmash? Now, the Gemara here does not uh, respond. Rav Kahana and Brachas responded, uh, right? Or something like that. Basically, like, Sorry, I, I, got, I got to know what I got to do. So, and you're my Rebbe, so where else am I supposed to learn it from? But anyways, so the Gemara says, we're asking this as a Kasha. Rav, obviously, how can we say you're going to be held accountable? We see Rav did it. Rav was going to be held accountable. Okay. It depends. If the idle chatter that he had with his wife, the Siach, was Latayalis, so then he's not going to be held accountable for it. And if he did it just because he uh, was lightheaded, then he will be. Okay, next. And you won't hear that we're saying that in the in the mistarim is like the hidden says, My nefesh will be crying. because of this is referring to like a gaiva. Now, how do we understand this? That there's a certain place, a chamber that Kaddish Baruch Hu has, a mistarim shemay, it's called mistarim, a hidden chamber. My mipnei geva, that a Kaddish Baruch Hu cries there. My mipnei geva, Amar Rav Shmuel, by Yitzchak, mipnei gavason shel Yisrael shenitlam him. Meaning the pride, 
Okay, that the geus, the pride of, a Kodesh, of, of the Bnei Yisrael was taken away. Bnei Yisrael, the chav was given to the guy. Rishmol Menachmeni, Amar Rip Nei Hoid, Vahadar, Lofanav, Aizvechen, Mekhamad. Sorry. Skip the line. Rishmol Menachmeni, Amar Rip Nei Gavos, Hashem Malchus Shemayim. Right, because again, it's the same type of idea, but there, in other words, when the base of, right, that because of the chatzah Bnei Yisrael was taken down, and Kodesh Baruch was crying on that, here, it's because of the gaivos of Malchus Shemayim, meaning that when, a, when, when the Bnei Yisrael sin, when they do have errors towards Kodesh Baruch Hu, so again, that it, it's a re, reduction in the, in the gaivos, the, the geos of the splendor of Malchus Shemayim. In fact, the Gemara really, and a Kodesh Baruch was crying, because Bichia, come in Kodesh Baruch Hu, there's a Kodesh Baruch Hu cry. Vamara Papa, ain't a of Nea Kodesh Baruch Hu, Shenamar, Hoid, Vahal, or the fun of Ezra Kaim, what do you mean? It's Ezra Kaimba. It's happiness. So Hakadosh Baruch Hu doesn't cry; he's happy. So the Gemara says, "Like Kasha, Habibati, Gavai, Habibati, Berai." It depends. In the outer rooms, the public faces, Hakadosh Baruch Hu is always Oiz Vechedva. In the inner rooms, Hakadosh Baruch Hu is crying. Okay, the Rabbeinu Chanan has a different gear, so he learns it the exact other way. Fine. Uvevati Berai Loi. Really, in the inner rooms, Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Um, I'm sorry. In the outer rooms, Hakadosh Baruch Hu does not cry. Bach Sivit says, "Vayi Kra Adoni Hashem." Um, right for crying, wearing sackcloth, baldness, wearing sackcloth. Okay, so again, at the time of the Chorban, we see that Karsh Baruch was outwardly crying. So you're saying the crying only happens inside. So Mar says, Shani Chorban, Shalom Bachu. Yeah, that was a Chorban. Okay, that's different. Everybody cried. Even that Raylam cried. Okay, now we're going to, we're talking about. Crying over here. So, Videma, Tidma, Vateret, Ene, Dima. We have three cryings over here. Dema, Tidma, Teret, Ene, Dima. Okay, cries. Kinishba, Eder Hashem, because the flock of Hashem was captured. Amr, Rebbe, Lazar, Shalish, Dima, Shalal, Ulama. What are these three cryings that we're talking about? Achas, Amikdash, Rishon, Achas, Amikdash, Sheni, Vachas, Al Yisrael, Shagal, and the Kaina. Basically, first, second that was destroyed, and on the Gaulus. The Ikeda Amri, no, that the third one is not the Gaulus, but rather Al Bittul Torah. And it's because of the Bittul Torah, which was caused. Right, which is caused by Gauls. I mean, really, these things all play together. It's caused by Gauls, caused by Chorban, right? Once we're not settled, we don't have our own land, it's going to be more difficult for us to learn. So, Nabishlam, the Mandam Al Yisrael Shagalu, that it's on the Gauls, Hainu Dechsit Ki Nishbe Eder Hashem. Okay, so we see that the crying is because the Pasuk says, right, it says, so it sounds very good, right? So I understand that that is on the Gauls. Like we explained, since they're in Golis, in the Chabitul Torah, Golden right? That causes the greatest amount of Chabitul Torah. Turn around, Shlisha, Baruch Hu, There are three that Kodesh Baruch Hu cries to them, Bechol Yom. Al She'ef Shalasak B'Torah, Be'ino Isaac. Somebody who has, who has the ability to learn and doesn't. Now, the second one's interesting. Ba'al She'ef Shalasak B'Torah, Be'Oisek. Somebody who can't learn and learns anyway. So there's a couple different ways to learn this. Either we keep to the motive here of saying that this is a guy who's doing a bad thing, meaning that the guy can't learn, and uh, he, he goes ahead and learns anyways, and then he teaches other people, and he's teaching them wrong shot because he doesn't know what he's talking about. So Kaddish Baruch Hu cries in that. But there are others that learn this that know that it's a Kaddish Baruch Hu tears cries of happiness. It's somebody who really bats and can't, and yet he pushes himself to do it anyways, that he has a certain tsar. A Kaddish Baruch Hu takes the tsar. That's a Kaddish Baruch Hu crying is the tsar. A Kaddish Baruch Hu takes the tsar from this person. That's Sar that he went ahead and he pushed himself. Okay? Right? It just doesn't fit because it's sandwiched in between. If you go with the positive shot here, it doesn't really fit because the first one's negative. Right? Then we have Right? And that is somebody we know in many, many places we discuss how terrible it is a Parnes, right? somebody who is in a position of power and he's Mizgoyal Atzibar and he uses it to prop himself up, not to better the Kahal, but rather to prop himself up. 
Rebbe have a nokit sefer kinas. The Rebbe took a grab this. He was holding a sefer kinas for Kokari. The Gavay was reading it. He reached the following pasuk: Hishlich minashemayim, Hishlich minashemayim eretz. Right, so that was an echa. Okay, so fine. Nafal min yade. The kinnis fell out of his hand based on the gravity of these words. Amar meigra ram libira amikta. Okay, we went from a igra ram, a high uh, roof. Uh, basically, we're saying from the highest heights libira amikta to the lowest lows. We're showing that in kinnis how. That the, the, the falling, the dropping of the Sefer Kinnis from his hand signified how far Kali Yisrael had fallen. They were going on the way. They reached a certain city. Amri, they said, So, Rebbe and Rechia, we have a story. They're traveling. And they went to go visit the local rabbi. Is there a certain rabbi on here? If there is, if this is whoever the local rabbi is, we should go visit him. So, let's go visit him. So, Amri... Amri, they said, yeah, it gets from Rabbanon Hacha. However, Ma'ari Naim, who is blind. Amri, Rav Chia, the Rebbe, Tiv'at. So Rav Chia said, you know what, for the blind guy, we'll have to, we have to explain this, but for the blind guy, it's not L'fi Chavaytcha. Tiv, the Rebbe, Rebbe was the Nasi. Tiv'at, you remain here. Don't be mazalzing yourself. Why? Because the blind person, not that there's anything deficient specifically about him, he could be Yushtam Chacham, but if he can't see Rebbe, then he's not going to be able to properly be him. And it's not for Rebbe himself, but it's the Nesiyas. He represents the seat of power, the Nesiyas. And therefore, there has to be a certain covet. And a blind person is just physically incapable of, of, of providing that level of covet because, because of his handicap. So Ezel Anas, he said, don't worry, Rebbe, you stay here. I'm going to go. And I'll go greet him. Takfei. Okay, Rebbe, it means grab them. But really what it means is they're having an argument. Rebbe obviously said, no, I'm going. And Takfei means he beat him. Meaning he went, okay. Takveva also day. So Rebbe went with Reb Chia Kavim Mystery Mine when they were. So they went to visit the rabbis. Shalom Aleichem. Okay, like serve cookies and tea. Okay, good. Now they were leaving. Amar Lahu. So the the blind rabbi said the the city rabbi said Atem Hikabaltem Punim Hanirim Beinum Right. So we're tying this back into this concept of of well, how we started was Reiya Kol Chayav and Reiya. So he said Amar Lahu Atem Hikabaltem Punim Hanirim. You, you went ahead and visited. You were makabal upon him for somebody, meaning he's talking about himself, for somebody who is seen but cannot see. school, my bracha to you is You should be able to to basically be oiler, you should be able to be go, be able to go up to the Azara and be seen by one Hakadosh Baruch Hu who is not able to be seen, but you should he's able to see but cannot be seen. So he gave him the same bracha. In reverse, okay, but, but he's saying because you did this for me, you should be zeicha to see, to see, basically to be seen, to go up to the base of Mikdash, to be on the regal and be seen in the shechina. So Amar Lei, uh, seen in front of the shechina. So Amar Lei, Rabbi said to Rav Chia, Iko hashta manatan Had I listened to you, right, you would have. This, I got a, such a beautiful bracha now. You would have, you were holding, you were, you would have helped me back from getting this bracha. Amar Lei miman shmiyalach. So he said to the, he said to. Uh, he said, uh, sorry, So he said, how did you know that you're supposed to? So this rabbi said to the, the Rebbe and Rav Chia, or, or Rebbe said to Rav Chia, but how do you know that you're supposed to go ahead and visit the local rabbi? So he said, I heard it from So he would visit his Rebbe every day. Kikosh. 
Okay, so when, when he already got old, when Rabbi Yaakov he was going to visit his Rebbe, so he got old, he was aging, okay, I guess he was, it was difficult for him to come. says, Rebbe told him, you don't have to, you don't have to be matriach yourself. You're unable to. What do you mean, you know, I don't have to come? You're tell, you think that by telling me not to come visit my Rebbe, it's going to extend my life? It's going to make it easier for me? Well, Mizutar is it a little thing? My cause, my the Kasper Rabbanon, what it says, Okay, meaning that that if a person just goes to, to be Malava, a Chacham who had already died, and it's going to go ahead and extend his life, and if I go ahead and I exert myself to go visit a, a Chacham when he's still alive, of course it's going to extend my life. So even though I'm getting old, and yeah, it's difficult for me, but you want to know what the, what the secret is for to have a long life? The secret is that I continue visiting you. So this guy, okay, he would travel three months on the way to go to Yeshiva. Now, the problem is, is that he had to be home for Sukkot, and he had to be home for Pesach. So after Sukkot, he would leave his house, he would spend three months on the road, go to Yeshiva for one day, okay, and then, oh, t- sorry, gotta get home for Pesach. Why his wife didn't move closer to Yeshiva, I'm not sure, okay? So anyways, uh, but what do we see from here? So, You know what they called him? Okay, it was not a very uh, flattering term. Here, oh, here comes the, the one-day Yeshiva Bachar. He comes one day a year. Okay, so he felt bad, right? He was, he, he, he's like, I'm a laughing stock to all of to all my peers. I'm there. Yechanan said, I beg of you, don't punish him. Because he went ahead and he darshan, he said, that he was saying that day by day they will seek me out. And they will know the ways, right? They want to know the ways. What do you mean? It's only a day. To tell me that this pasuk about this ma'isa even one day a year. So too we see the same concept when it comes to midas peronius. When it said by the miraglim, one day per year. That's what the Pasuk says. That they got punished one day, one year for each day that they were doing it. So we see that a day, if, if for Paranius, for Taiv, so too a day can correspond to a year. Okay, so if a person for one day does it, it's hard to, again, all these Gemara is really hard to really understand what this means, but at least on a surface level. All right? Yeah.